listening to Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast, which is situated in the Cathet region and on the traditional lands of the Klohoman Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and as usual, I'm joined by Jill Kirby in Victoria. Hi, Jill. Hello. Yay. And this episode would be 159? I don't know, I lost count. <laughs> anyway, it's our December forecast issue. And um, right off the top, just so that you can, everybody can kind of breathe a little, um, there will be moments where the past month will be reminded to us all. But for the most part, it's a pretty run-of-the-mill kind of month without anything you know, like super knock you over the head, which yeah. I, yeah. Perhaps a little lull between the storms. storms <laughs> yes, which we do get to have. Oh, there it goes. My husband was worried. He says, what if I go by? And I said, it's okay. Take the dogs with you. Your moment of <laughs> Yes, exactly. Okay. The other thing I want to comment on, if people have tried to go to the website, you will notice that there's a lot of the episodes aren't visible right at the moment because I did change the hosting of my website and I am slowly grinding through getting all the past episodes up. And because we're very prolific, <laughs> there's a lot of them. Oh, and here's Jenna. Yay. You yeah. did come. Excellent. Yeah. Yay. Well, hi. hi. <laughs> we just need to see you anyway. So uh um we will um uh venture into right hello jenna okay so we are about to jump into the um animated chart for the month of december i have the happy list and we are going to pay particular attention to the moon because the moon will point to any of the themes that november you know, struck the big gong on. And so when the moon comes around and triggers those degrees, that will be the time for individuals to just sort of go, okay, what's, is there anything in particular that I'm noticing in this period of time when the moon is passing over those degrees? Yeah, for the, for the six months from yeah, exactly. last exactly. that not just the moon, but the other inner planets, if, they, if they come, yeah will also be something to kind of go, oh, Yeah, so noticing whether the oh, themes are, are repeating. So yeah. let me just pull up the animated chart. Where will we start? Let's start. I've been looking at a lot of charts today. Yes. Yes. A lot, a lot, a lot. Animate. Here we go. There we go. All righty. Make us go down to just a little box so it can be out of the way. All right, let me pull us up. Because this is when we are taping, obviously. No, it's yeah. not the 20th. What is it? It's the 21st. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. All right. So 
We begin the month with, so I'll just, uh, for the people who are listening, I'll just give you a little heads up. So the sun, Venus, and Mercury are all in Sag, which tends to give us a, a fair amount of optimism, which is nice. Uh, Pluto has turned direct and will now be inching its way to its um, transition into Aquarius, which happens in the spring. Mm -hmm. uh, Saturn is at 19 Aquarius, so it's just coming away from that, those eclipse degrees. Uh, Neptune, Jupiter, and the moon are all in Pisces today. And of course, Neptune is coming up very soon to its station. And moon will have gone over those planets because this mm -hmm. is day. Yeah, earlier in the day. Yes, well, exactly. At the beginning of the day, it will have been at the, earlier in, in Pisces. Will yeah. have gone. Yeah, so dreams might have been entertaining last night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, this is this is to come. What am I talking about? This is yeah, okay. yeah. No, but yes, yes, as you go from November to December, yes, that <laughs> night might be an interesting night. Yeah, it might be. Keep a dream journal. Yes. Uh, Chiron is at 12 Aries. Uh, Uranus has is, of course, still backing up. So it's moved away from the 16 degrees, but only barely. Um, he's at 15 of Taurus. So um, when the moon catches up to it in, uh, you know, the first couple of days of December, we will you know, there will definitely be a gong sounded there. Yes. And this first day of December, we have Mars opposing um, and just leaving its opposition to um, Venus. So, uh, you know, probably in the day before this and this day, uh, there would be some, you know, banter back and forth because of that opposition. Somebody yeah, saying, well, Venus. I've got all the data and somebody goes, I've got all the truth. And Yeah, yeah. it's Venus moving away from Mars because Mars is pretty slow. Back yes. Yes, exactly. And they are quasi squaring Neptune. So, you know, it's sort of like, who's right? Yeah, probably nobody. Mercury is squaring Neptune. Yes, exactly. So, you know, the first few days here of December, you're probably not going to want to buy the big story <laughs> until the, you know, the no. Neptune effect kind of fades a bit. Yeah, yeah. Ask questions. Good time to ask questions. Yep. Okay, so Venus is um, sextiling Saturn. So if there are, you know, if there are things that you're wanting to commit to in um, relationships, that type of thing, then, you know, Venus sextiling Saturn makes that entirely doable. Um, yeah. And Mars is trining Saturn. And so, yeah, yeah. you know, so you can actually have the ability to focus and accomplish. Yeah. Especially if you're redoing things. Yes, with that Mars retrograde. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our next day, we have that ingress, ingress into Aries. Nothing really. But here now we start to see that Neptune is stationing. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, so folks who have, so on the third, it does station. So folks that have um, planets at around 22 degrees of the mutable sign, so that's Gemini, Sag, and Virgo, along with Pisces. 
Um, they will actually probably notice this station. Um, it'll be kind of the depth of the fog, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and um, clarity won't start immediately, that's for sure, because mm -hmm. Neptune's too far away to move very fast after it stations. Um, and so this effect, especially if it is hitting your chart, uh, will be ongoing. Um, I would say that with the Venus um, in, you know, in, it, in configuration with this actually quite closely in that square, that, um, you know, dynamics that aren't healthy within relationships will, there'll be some, um, yeah, stuff go down with that. Yeah, and it's, it's, again, I think a good time to be asking lots of questions and not just accepting. Yeah. That you're getting the truths from yeah. either a personal yeah. or collective level because yeah and the energetic to, to to really trust your gut rather than what's yeah. being said um yeah 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 it, it, it that's actually kind of tricky stuff that stuff it is yeah well neptune and pisces is a slippery slippery thing <laughs> it is it is Okay, and in particular, here on the West Coast, around 8 o'clock, we, we will have the moon squaring Pluto. Um, and so, you know, the evening of the third, um, there could be a bit of feisty fighting type. But of course, with Mars being retrograde, you know, the arguing would be pointless. Because <laughs> doesn't mean it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's but not going to be. Being mindful that you, you know, of what you do say because you, yes, that little R might be mean regret afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that would come with a bit of a punch, definitely. Yeah. So, for, for Mars retrograde, would you say like any confrontation of any kind is useless? Pretty much that like evening. Any yeah. arguing is not going to get anywhere. No, that's right. Yeah. yeah and, and you kind of need to except that you might not have all the facts. Yeah. Yeah, especially right now, or where we're at right now, December 3rd. Yeah. yeah. Neptune. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's it's like, yeah, you want to, again, verify that you know what you're talking about before you say anything. Yeah. And, and that's hard to know these days. So, yeah. Just being yeah, because that oh. Neptune is still stationed, right? It's, being mindful of that is, is yeah. really, you know, this is where we need to be more, aware yeah be an interesting child born this day <laughs> much any day these days <laughs> well that's true that's true but i yeah i feel like we've said that every time every episode it's like oh interesting kids yes interesting kids yes okay so on the fourth um <clears throat> this is what have we got here? Well, moon in Taurus. So this is a Sunday. So this can be actually a really excellent time to be out in nature with the moon coming up to your mm -hmm. house and really tapping into, you know, our green roots, as it were. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moon's exalted in Taurus. So it's yeah. Um, yeah. A good know, day. Yeah. You want, you want to, you know, as well as much as possible with Uranus so close, um, yeah. relax. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and nature can help you do that. And, it can. It yeah, can. So get off the computer and go to nature. Yeah. Can, there. 
Yeah. Okay, on the fifth, we have Mercury squaring Jupiter. So, you know, this is going to be one of those moments where um, the hype is definitely not the truth. No. <laughs> the hype will be so big. Yeah. So if somebody announces, you know, some big new whatever, um, yeah, it, it'll be over the top and unlikely to manifest in the way that it is being reported. And the moon is still square, it's triggering that square between Saturn and Uranus. Exactly, yeah. So again, it's, you know, bringing up that, the issue yes. we've been talking about with the- Yes, yes. This would be one of those bell ringing days that if the month of November and the eclipse in particular did probably ring something in your chart, you'll want to be looking at the themes on that Monday, December the 5th. Yeah, and with the sun in conjunct Uranus, it's uh -huh. uh, again, that's an aspect of sort of adjustment and hmm, yeah. Right yeah. yeah, look at things differently. Yes. So unfortunately, Mercury leaves Cap or leaves Sag for Capricorn on December the sixth. Um, so this is a like nose back to the grindstone Mercury, where you know it's wanting to move on with the realities of life. Um, and yeah, you know, so some of there could be it might become a little more obvious what needs to be reviewed with Mars in Gemini going retrograde and the moon, you know, catching up to it this day. Um, the review is still necessary, but with Mercury and Capricorn, it may be easier to, you know, sign, sort of line up what all has to be reviewed. Well, I think it's also bringing into focus that Mercury square Jupiter, even though it's out of sign now, it's still at that, it's still at the zero. Yeah of the cardinal signs basically yeah yeah it's close enough to qualify yeah so it could be the hype so, one day and you know so the, it could be some very big news yeah worldwide kind of thing could be could be yeah okay we next get of course because the moon is in gemini we get the uh, full moon which um yeah, is right on top of mars <laughs> which is right on top of mars um yeah this actually might be a bit juicy with that mars um so you know in particular this is a wednesday so um any kind of arguments could be like way over the top um, well, and they are, I mean, it's wide, but they are squaring Neptune still. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, way over the top. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, again, because you, because you don't have all the facts and it's, yeah, you might yeah. be imagine, yeah, imagining things and that can be fueling. Yeah aggression yeah. yeah but yeah and moon mars is definitely can be very aggressive very cutting it can chop things off um and if that's your intent yeah you're gonna have the the emotional motivation to do that but if you're confronted by somebody who's really angry um you might just want to smile and agree and get yourself in a safe place <laughs> it's a good time to agree to disagree yeah yeah, until that would be a way to do it. Feel, until you feel you have 
it's kind of all the facts or it can look into things more thoroughly or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Okay. December. And the sun is still in conjunct Uranus, so things can get a little explosive with Uranus. Yes. And it would be blindsiding because it's an inconjunct. You're not going to see it coming at you. Yeah. yeah. And, and also the trying from that moon Mars to Saturn. Yeah. Can make you dig in too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. Yep. Yeah. And that dig in will, of course, be even more so on the eighth as the moon does come up to the trine to that Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so on the ninth, we have Venus leaving Cap or leaving Sag for Capricorn. Um, and, you know, Venus can do okay in an Earth sign. Um, she obviously can relate to that. Um, and so it, but it's Venus being very strategic uh, in terms of, um, you know, wanting to group with people who are actually willing to, you know, get things done. Um, yeah, and again, it's hitting that zero degree yes. point, yeah. which is squaring Jupiter. And, yeah. yeah. You know, so bing, bing. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on around us. Yep. And the Mars-Sun opposition is inching closer to pulling in um, the uh, Saturn piece. Uh, which is a sextile and a trine. So that can actually be quite workable. Yeah, Mars is backing away from it. But yeah. yeah. Okay, December 10th, Moon is still in Cancer. This is the weekend. So, you know, taking time for yourself, Moon in Cancer is always a good idea. Um, dreams. Have a nice relaxing bath. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Well, Neptune, Jupiter towards the end of the evening. Definitely. Yeah. With moon trining that. Uh, just don't do it with booze. You might fall asleep and drown. Don't want to be doing yeah. that. <laughs> well, yeah. With that, any time in the last little while with that Jupiter near Neptune is a good time not to overindulge. <laughs> yes. Yes. And there is some new ugly drug thing going around out there that's you know and then, then the whole laughing gas thing like who knew that would be a thing well yeah but you know the other meaning for you know one of the many meanings for neptune and pisces is, is toxicity and poisoning yeah, yeah exactly and jupiter of, can make it kind of big yeah yeah okay so where are we here we're at the 10th so we get so that can be a tricky tricky time as the sun squares those two yes yes it and that's approaching um but here on the sunday we have the sextile to um saturn but yeah mars is starting to kind of move out of orb um, mm -hmm. yeah but we do have the moon coming up to oppose the eclipse degrees during the course of the day, probably on the 11th. And so this will be uh, a bell ringing day for themes that may have been triggered by the eclipse in November. Oh, squaring, squaring, right? Yeah, well, it's it's just- Squaring the, 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 yeah. the whole axis. Tor Taurus. Yeah. Axis, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, on, uh, let's see now. So yeah, 
we have uh, on the 14th, let's see now. Ooh, look at the yard there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, as this is, you know, late in the evening on Tuesday, what she's noticing is, you know, there is this ongoing sextile between Pluto and Jupiter, um, and the moon is pulling those two together um, yeah. in Leo at 27 degrees. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, it's the moon, so it'll be brief. <laughs> yes, it will be brief, yes. Okay, on the, oh, where did it go? Come back here. On the 14th, we get the sun squaring Neptune. Um, okay, so this is, fortunately, it's not the weekend. Yay. Um, this is difficult when the sun, you know, comes up to these last degrees of the mutable sign squaring it, uh, you know, because this is Sag and it's, you know, not necessarily it's looking at the big picture, not what's right in front of it. And so kind of tricky for travel, I would say. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. with Neptune involved, it's, it, yeah, yeah. Nebulousness, it doesn't yeah. go. Yeah, of, I would kind of. Your Sagittarius is, is seeking truth. Yeah. And like, yeah, on that side of it, but the other side of it is movement. And oh yeah, yeah, for travel and, and, and any long distance travel. Yeah, especially with Jupiter conjunct Neptune. Uh, yeah, that nice. could be could be fraught with issues, delays, and and then the moon is going to come up um, by the next day and really ping that whole yeah. scenario. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't if you're planning the trip. I wouldn't plan it for that particular date. <laughs> no, <laughs> not. Yeah, not a good idea. Not a good idea. Okay. Yeah. So here, that's the 15th. It's still definitely in orb. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because the sun's going to be squaring the midpoint of that Jupiter. Exactly. Now. Exactly. So it's, it's not going to leave those two alone till it's out of Sag. That's right. That's right. Okay, but what we do have beginning to approach is this Mercury trining Uranus, which uh -huh. is, you know, um, announcements that are surprising. Um, and bring clarity. Yes, yes. Because Uranus is like the lightning bolt of <laughs> lights go on and you see stuff you didn't see before. So uh -huh. I think that's good. So the weekend of uh, December 16th and 17th, and yeah, so those two, Friday and Saturday, we have Moon and Libra, so excellent for your happy Christmas parties, but because the sun is still squaring that Neptune-Jupiter, please, please have cabs and designated drivers yeah. ready. Um, yeah, the moon will make it for a really nice social evening. Um, and yeah, but uh, yeah, don't forget the designated driver. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Going through the square to Venus and Mercury, but. Okay, so now we come up, we're to the 18th, we get the next series of bell ringing from the moon to what was happening in November, moon is now in Scorpio, so it will start triggering those eclipse degrees. Um, 
yeah so that is sunday monday i would say mm-hmm. yeah and uh yeah so you know unfortunately we're starting to get closer to christmas so there'll be the bit of the panic you know as everybody frantically tries to buy way too much because now the sun is almost exactly squaring jupiter so remember, yeah for anybody anybody who's a shopaholic yeah oh, that time. <laughs> yeah uh, the planet doesn't need more shopaholics, definitely. Mm. Yeah. So, and then Venus is starting to catch up to its trine uh, to Jupiter or to Uranus. And that can in- bring in interesting, unexpected. Oh, oh, but look what we have. Right. Just before that happens, Jupiter changes signs and waves goodbye to pisces we will we will notice a shift in energy and and interesting that as it's on that degree you've got the sun just hitting coming into zero degrees of capricorn so again that it's like that world axis keeps getting a little bit of a a jolt (laughs) yeah and so the this is tuesday and wednesday so between Tuesday and Wednesday, noticing what's um, happening on a big, a big picture level. Um, and also, yeah. I mean, Venus is in its way uh, triggering that, you know, the eclipses because it's triggering mm-hmm. the radiant part of it. Yeah. And, you know, not in a harsh way because it's trying, but yeah, and it's, and it's the ruler of that end of where all those eclipses were happening. Exactly, exactly. And the moon is still in Scorpio. So mm-hmm. 19, 20, 21, there could be, yeah, stuff happening on those days that hit the themes that were brought into focus on the eclipse. Definitely. Okay. You've got Mars actually um, on the sextile to Chiron too during this period. So, oh, yes. Working yeah. on, on, you know, healing old stuff and. Mm-hmm. looking at where your wounds are and what needs to be addressed and mm-hmm. can be useful okay and then of course we are coming up to uh the next new moon so this is wednesday um even though this is moon in sag it will be briefly opposing in the evening on the 21st that mars so yeah don't poke at somebody's old owie because <laughs> no. that is still you know uh mars and chiron are you know still you know doing their thing together and don't let the moon just poke at it without some compassion yeah yeah, yeah not a good idea <laughs> mars can be very reactive exactly exactly and and especially with sag which is it's a fire sign so it can be you know, it can happen before you know it. And, yep. Yep. And again, you know, Mercury and or Mars and Gemini, yeah, you might regret what you yep. said in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So our new moon is on the 23rd. This, of course, is going to go by it. Let me just back it up a little bit so we can see what sort of aspects are more yeah this is the first one that's at one degree of the sun right this is from last week's episode that jill went you know looking at these things and went oh my goodness look at this 
Yeah. Yes, there will be five of these new moons all at zero. The last one will be at one one degree, and the last one will be at zero degrees on the on the equinox, spring equinox. Yeah. So that's interesting, just in in terms of especially this one because it's the world axis, as we've been. Yeah. And and Jupiter is not moving that fast, so it's still at zero. Yeah. So it's squaring. squaring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. And Venus is trining Uranus. So this is a Friday. So this is, okay, so now we're into the holiday scenario. Um, and so surprising relationship moments are afoot. Um, people with their owies are still kind of happening, but um, yeah, not much to trigger that, which is good. This is sort of kind of benign in a way, except for that square to Jupiter. Yeah. Well, and the square to Jupiter, I mean, do we ever overdo it at Christmas? No. Do we? I mean, <laughs> I know I won't be, but. <laughs> we'll see it, right? You know, the, yeah. the overeat, the overdrink, overdo. Yeah. Is kind of one of those, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and with it, um, uh, yeah, with it being ruled by that Mars retrograde, then this could be, oh, are we hearing this story again? Mm. <laughs> it's retrograde, right? So blah, blah, blah with the old stories. Yeah, no, no. Um, okay, so 24th, let's just, oh, no, I'm doing this by the hour. Let's, let's do this by the day. <laughs> okay, so the 24th, we just have this huge lump in um, Capricorn. Uh, so this will be actually kind of subdued um, Christmas Eve. Uh, moon in Capricorn is not a happy moon. Um, it's in its fall because it would much prefer to be in Cancer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got- so this is likely going to be a bit subdued. This Christmas. And Mercury moving very close to Pluto. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can have very intense. Uh- that verbal. everybody's going to want to avoid conversation. You, have, you could have some very intense verbal uh, yeah. Yeah. and in Capricorn, it can be very, you know, people can be very rigid. Yes. Yeah. And by the books and by the rules and, yeah. and I'm in charge. And yeah, so this is, oh, it's kind of too bad, but it's, yeah, it is Christmas Eve. And okay. So Christmas day, the moon does move into Aquarius. So uh, what you might find is that um, there's a bit of moving away from the center, which might be not a bad thing to kind and of also chill it out in, a little bit. Moving yeah. into uh, activating the eclipse energy again. Oh, that's right too. Damn. Too bad. <laughs> Okay, let me, I'm just going to do the hour thing here because I want to know when the moon Mars are trining. Right. We might want to just kind of make note of that here on the West Coast. So, yeah, that is going to be. Okay, so we're coming up to, oh, yeah, just when everybody's getting ready to possibly sit down to an early Christmas dinner, we have the moon (laughs) trining Mars. Okay, uh, so try to be equitable. Try to be humanitarian in in feeling. It is Moon in Aquarius. 
it is also trining, not squaring. And and it's yeah, exactly, exactly. And they both are sextiling that chiron. So yeah, you know, that's something that often gets triggered with uh, big family gatherings. Oh, totally. All the old wounds start popping. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, <laughs> it could could be actually a time for healing. Yes, it, we'll we'll vote for that one. Yes. In, in, in the meantime, the bell. On the right is, side here. In the meantime, the bell is ringing for the themes from November. Oh my goodness! Uh -huh. Yeah, it's that's just that's just sad. Up to, and it's that square to the nodes now. So yeah, activating yeah. eclipses we've had. Oh well. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, it would be, it's, it's healing, right? Because it's like directed right at Chiron. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that would be it. That would be a good thing to have in mind. Is yeah. to, to utilize the energies of that time for, you know, building bridges, not. Yes. Tearing them yeah. down, not fighting, but, you know, trying to understand the other person. And, yeah, you know, we all have our stuff. <laughs> and, and doing that is going to take a conscious effort because what, Absolutely. I, what I would like you to all notice here, especially Jenna, is there are no direct oppositions in no. this chart. And no, so perspective, yeah, perspective gets lost when there aren't any oppositions within a chart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you have to choose to look for perspective. You can't yeah. just, it's just not going to automatically happen. Yeah. The nearest thing you've got is the inconjunct that's yeah. formed between the sun and Mars. And that's not a, yeah. That, yeah. that's a skewed perspective. Yes, exactly. Uh, so is it a skewed perspective because like there's no balance? It's just a blind spot basically. Yeah. yeah. Inconjunct. Yeah. 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 You're not going to see things directly. Because yeah. they're not straight across, it's like over there. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Literally a blind spot when you're driving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just slightly over there. Yeah. There's an aspect of adjustment. Yeah. Right. Because you kind of have to turn slightly and see it. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't just, yeah, you have to just, again, it's, it, it's, it's going to require a conscious effort, yes, and some awareness to yeah. navigate. Well, yeah. holidays, you like that. Yeah, exactly. One of the one of the um, positive things possibly in this is both Mercury and Venus are coming up to a sextile to Neptune. Yeah. So if they can pull out the positive side of that yeah. Neptune and Pisces, which is compassion and you know um, love and yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, will towards you know everyone. Yeah. That's where we only, I mean, that's when we need to live more is yeah. in that place of, of compassion and love for one another, because we're, you know, we've all got our stuff and we've all, we can't know what, what somebody else's journey has ever been, you know, yeah. we, we just yeah. don't. So you've got to cut them some slack and, yeah. you know, we all have our sore points. Yeah, we do. Big and, and now we've got, you know, both Venus and Mercury, moving ever closer to Pluto there too. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, um, our next few days. Um, so Moon, of course, uh, oh, this is by the hour, that won't work. <laughs> That'll make it slow. That would make it very slow. Okay, so after Boxing Day, we have Moon in Pisces. So 
Um, although, I mean, it used to be a thing, you know, everybody would run out and go shopping on the, you know, 26th, 27th. Moon and Pisces, maybe not. When I was growing up, people didn't. The stores were closed. Exactly. Visiting exactly. on Boxing Day. I'd love to see that come back. Yeah. 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 That was my favorite part. <laughs> so with Moon and Pisces on the Tuesday and the Wednesday, um yeah even though it's past christmas you really don't want to overindulge um yeah and here we have on the 28th um we have uh mercury is come to a screeching halt or is coming to a screeching halt it is stationing Uh, you know venus is still sextiling neptune um but there is you know sort of a pause in the flow of you know sort of the day to day uh which does not bode well for new year's eve um plans will be made um but they're not likely to come off as a planned the retrograde mars gets even more confusing i would think while mercury is retrograde yeah yeah Sun's in conjunction with that Mars too. Yeah. Again, can add some. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. This is, this is okay. So, um, the actual retrograde for Mercury is official on the 29th. Um, and so, you know, we're two days off of, and we've got, uh, so Moon is now in Aries. So just coming up to everybody trying to figure out what they're doing for New Year's Eve. Tempers will be short on yeah. uh, the 29th with Moon, Jupiter, uh, Mars retrograde, Mercury. St- oh, this is not a pretty day. No, this is, days. No, this, this is, is time to keep the, to focus on that Mercury Venus as love and light, love and light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Do your best. Do your best. Compassion. Think compassion. Um, Oh my God. This is hitting so many of my personal planets. Oh dear. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Every every once in a while, the, 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 the stars do align to, you know, poke you way too often and too much. Yeah. And again, we're, we're in that, that, period which we've had in the last few years where every all the planets bunch up again yes but, you know yeah. i think i see that as i've said before it's almost like a, a spring getting loaded and then yes. I, yeah yeah right? yeah because so, again you don't have the perspective of an opposition yeah and um yeah it's yes good it's good call on that everything's yeah. bunched up and on that day you've got you know, moon squaring the sun while Mercury stationing retrogrades. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is hit 29 pause. is not a pretty day. Hit pause. Yeah. Hit pause. And pause before you speak, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Always good advice when Mars is in Gemini, but particularly if Mercury's stationing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we come up to, so by the time we get to New Year's Eve, Ah, yay. The moon is in Taurus, which, you know, it's exalted there. Unfortunately, the new year will ring in with, you know, a hit to the November gong bell. Uh, And we have Venus conjunct Pluto. Ah, yes, indeed. 
So this is um, an evening where powerful um, emotional relationship scenarios can erupt. Yeah. In a good way, possibly, but it would be, you know, like, yeah, dangerous. Well, there could also be, with that Mercury Capricorn, call it Capricorn energy, there could also be, and Venus having to do with money. Um, yeah. You know, that's a time of year when a lot of money's been spent often and could could be some, you know, upset around that or some <laughs> discord. Yeah. You know, or just agreement. powerful karmic relationships yeah, that get, get triggered. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad that the moon is in Taurus because it's pretty grounded then. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We, need, we definitely need the grounding for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and also it's at the north node, which is. Yeah. Well, let I am going to. Positive. Energy actually forward to the 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 time of night. Oops. Okay, let me back. Oh no, I could go forward and back it up by minutes. There we go. So we're gonna look at so this uh, the chart that is going to be obvious to those who are watching the video version of this. This is West Coast mm -hmm. where everything is happening. So uh, we've got, well, you know, the kissing at midnight, you know, it is, but it's, oh, so somebody's going to get kissed at midnight and it's going to be like, oh, we've been together for centuries. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is an old karmic thing. I know it. Yeah. For good. Where? <laughs> Where? Well, right at, because it's um here on the west coast right so libra will be rising which puts mm -hmm. that venus on notice and venus is conjoined mm -hmm. pluto right oh yeah yeah so not that far past the the sextile to neptune which yeah Mer mercury is triggering so exactly so jenna you're of the three of us she'll be the one that's still awake at midnight <laughs> make sure who you're kissing at that moment in time is who you want to be kissing <laughs> okay yeah, and, and you still got the sun in conjunct mars too so yeah impulsiveness could be a problem <laughs> Hey, yeah. She's young. She's young. She gets to be a Just saying. No, I wasn't. And the, I wasn't and the moon conjuncts the, the moon with the North Node. Yeah. Maybe yeah. going with your whimsy, emotional whimsy. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh dear. Yes. It'll be, be on the ground. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay. Your senses. So we still have some time. Um, which I kind of thought we would, not a lot, yeah. but about 16 minutes. So what I did, Jenna, is I found some data for this, um, what's he called? Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. So the guy whose cryptocurrency market exchange thing just did a huge crash and burn and lost yeah. dollars. And so it's I thought... <laughs> I thought it might be interesting just to have a look at this. And, you know, so one of my um, um, things to just put out to the world is please don't invest with somebody who has created something before their Saturn return. Like, just don't go down that road. These people, yeah. they, are, they, are, 
after. If it sounds too good to be true, it well, is. Well, there is that. But, you know, like. Bernie Madoff was long past his. Well, that's true. That's true. Saturn's so he's a kid? He's oh, a kid. He, he was a kid when he started it, you know. So, oh, my God. Yeah, let me. Um, okay. So I think the one. Yeah, here it is here. So Sam is on. Um, well, he's only a year younger than me. <laughs> so, so sorry, but you know, it, it's so this is I've put it for 8 a.m. Um, Stanford, California. He was born right on the university, uh, March 6, 1992. His FTX crypto exchange thing. Um, I have set for its inauguration <coughs> of May 5th, 2019 in Freeport. Bahamas. Um, and so, I mean, these are both sort of speculative charts. I mean, his, he will have moon in Aries for the, uh, the entire 24 hours that day. I set it for 8am just because I like the idea of that sort of um, gung ho damn the torpedoes. I'm going to get on this freight train and I'm going to do this as well as everybody else. The fact that it went skyrocketed to at one point where he was a billionaire that's the venus saturn um mars in the 11th house of course in hellenistic astrology that's you know the the uh where society at large just thinks you're the best thing since sliced bread and then putting that uh uranus neptune conjunction right up there on the 10th house um surprising but Clarity, yeah, Uranus, Neptune. I mean, the one positive thing it did is it brought the Berlin Wall down, but um, it, it that, that was the time when they were innovating the virtual reality as well. Yes, yeah, there's all that in Capricorn, right? I mean, yeah. Neptune and Capricorn, yeah, virtual reality. Yeah. Well, and it was also <laughs> when we spiritualized rocks, right? When right. Neptune went into Capricorn, right. you know, we all of a sudden said rocks have spiritual energy, which I mean, oh. I, I actually agree that they do, but that's when that whole phenomenon and pet rocks took off. Oh, yes, yeah, well, remember pet rocks. <laughs> yeah, that was a 90s dream. It was, it was, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so just an interesting fellow. Yeah, not um, only that that your that Uranus Neptune conjunction in Capricorn, but his son is in Pisces, which Neptune rules in. Uh -huh. Yeah, so. yeah. Jupiter in Virgo. So I mean, his ability to um, actually promote an organization that um, could be of service to people. That does make sense. Um, you know, I mean, Jupiter would much prefer to be in Pisces, but it has to sort of toe the line when it's in Virgo. So he would have come off in the beginning as actually being smart enough to pull this off. Um, well, it's retrograde. Yeah. He had a lot of family connections as well. I oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he did. He totally did. He didn't do this on his own. He had help. Yeah, yeah. But interesting when you see um, also Mars Saturn that close to a conjunction within three minutes. Um, these hard work, whenever you put Mars and Saturn together, even though they're the two malefics, they just get things done. It's actually kind of amazing when you 
watch that particular conjunction in you know successful people's charts it's yeah they but the interesting thing is that uranus uh stellium squaring pluto in the uh -huh. in the fixed signs because we've had the oh, yeah yeah going through there exactly and i'm sure the saturn venus midpoint was probably very close to what got triggered in november with mm. the collapse. Yeah, I, I suspect you could, you could uh <coughs> from this when that if there was going to be a big collapse that's kind of what yeah. yeah exactly exactly yeah and then if we look at the actual business piece um you know it's not surprising that um look at this mars in gemini back in 2019 we've got uh mars you know doing this whole seven month stint in gemini um yeah and it virtually you know stationed to turn retrograde at 25 within and then neptune which is stationing and to go direct here you know at the beginning of december will be squaring that um yeah so, so it just sort of vanishes <laughs> goes away so did he <laughs> yeah exactly and the mars here pluto you know is squaring that has been squaring that for a while i would say if his son is in pisces in his 12th he could disappear pretty well yes yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah interesting how the whole phenomena I mean, in the spring, it was riding at high, but by the summer, the whole thing seems to have started to unravel. So when you build something on nothing, it, it ain't going to stand very long. You would not think so. You would not nope. think so. And I, you know, it could very well be that by the time Saturn hits Pisces, that it is just a thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah. It came in as quickly as it goes away. Yeah, exactly. well, but he is a criminal, so hopefully something will happen with that. Oh, really? Is he? Oh, yeah. Is he? Okay. Running well, upon, I don't, I don't running, know if it's the... Running, running I don't, a Ponzi scheme is a criminal. <laughs> it's just such, because it's such a new thing, like crypto, it's like, is it, what is it? So what is illegal? Like, you know, this gray yeah. area, what... <laughs> He was creating something out of nothing and selling okay. that's what Ponzi schemes are. Same as Bernie Madoff. It could be seen in that light. In, oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. So, Not entirely sure. If, why he's just the Bahamas. <laughs> basically, um, at this point in, in sort of history, it is being looked at as a chapter 19 bankruptcy. So, but, you know, I'm not familiar with the legalities that go along with that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of other information coming to light about it. That, yeah, yeah. Definitely a lot, of, a lot of fraudulent behavior going on. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be held to account for that. We'll see. Well, there's there, also, what's interesting, though, too, in that whole phenomena is, um, you know, the people that invest in those kinds of things, um, they it's it's like the one percent 
feeding off of itself. <laughs> and then when it collapses, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not people like you and I that are going to lose any money. In this. A lot of, it, a lot, but a lot of people like you and I did buy into cryptos. Not, I've never met anyone who has bought into crypto. I know like, people who, who were talking about it and doing it and I, I didn't want really? to. Really? Oh, wow. Okay, I haven't met anybody, but yeah. I don't know people that have money because to get in on it now, you have to have gobs of money to even oh, buy yeah. one, you know. But like when you start, you know, yeah. But if you, if you bought it when it was low, like when it was cheap, yeah, yeah. Really then yeah. you really haven't lost anything right mm. <laughs> you know it looked like it got big and then it, it collapsed but if if you bought in when it was at you know its early denominations like you say it isn't anything so did you really lose anything maybe a bit yeah but yeah. i i've always had I, well, I have i have no clue i don't even understand yeah. <laughs> I, I don't either nor do i want to and i don't <laughs> it'll be over soon and I don't, be over. I don't trust anything that's digital because you can always hack it. Yeah, well, there is that. No, you know, it's that. Yeah. because I don't trust that digital stuff at all. Yeah. You know, if it's digital, somebody can hack it. It's hell, if they can hack into the Pentagon and other stuff like that. <laughs> um, just don't trust it. All righty. Okay, so I think we may be coming to the end unless there is do you have any questions jenna we have a few minutes minutes. it seems like i mean i'm really interested in that zero degree zero degree one degree kind of access that we were seeing it hit quite a bit yeah and i haven't really read any research about that happening over transit and what that means my kind of theory is like we're like starting again especially when it was hitting like Saturn or what was it? It was hitting like Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter was. It's the world axis point. The zero degrees of the cardinal points, because it's the that's the point that begins our seasons and all that stuff, and it's seen as the world axis. Yeah. When it comes time to look at Iran, I suspect because of the success that Jill had when it was the witch trials. That's what we'll look at because I'm not, I have one chart for Iran, but you know, Iran's been around for a long time. Yeah, nations are, that's the trick part. Yeah. So I think we'll be doing those zero Aries charts for like Tehran set, you know, and just see how that sort of shapes up with the current events that are happening there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The zero Aries point is, is a significant point. Yeah. Yeah. In personal so, or global charts, but okay. particularly in global things. Yeah. Okay. World access point, and then there's Aries midpoint, right? We talked about well, Aries. Well, the, half, the halfway point between the, the zero point of the cardinals is the, is the 15 degrees of the fixed, right? Sign. So that's been right. And again, that's that's part of the that world axis thing because it's tied yeah. in. It's a square, semi-square. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that made this past eclipse even more profound on a bigger scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, in case we didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. So I guess I'm always trying to like give meaning to that or, you know, yeah. give some yeah. insight, but maybe it's something we have to look at like over a long transit of time oh, to see yeah. how much it affects, but yeah, it just seems like. It's, a, it's more on a world event kind of big yeah. thing yeah. because it is the world axis. Yeah. Um, there yeah. is a, a podcast that just came out. It's only up on YouTube yet. Uh, Chris Brennan interviewed Nick Dagan Best, who is a Canadian astrologer, lives in South Africa, who is actually doing readings in Vancouver right now. He's here oh. with his visiting family. Um, but he did an extensive study on um, the Uranus cycle and the U.S. chart. And it's quite a good episode to listen to in terms of some of the things that um, the repetitions and how that might play out when you're on uh-huh. it's Gemini again. Yeah, well, and, and particularly right as we talked about last week, because Mars is going to sit on your Uranus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not all, good. all of January, it's going to back up and sit right on top of very yeah. No, <laughs> I know <laughs> that's so bad. Like we were just, yeah, just looking over in December, and then you mentioned that. I'm like, oh so you know, I mean, these these are coming events. So you know, yes, winter is coming. Winter, winter is, is coming. coming. Yep. 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 All right. On that really cheerful note. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to find the silver lining, but I just don't. Yeah. Well, right we are looking forward to who you kiss on New Year's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Exactly. Just, Stay just tuned. don't too much. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Designate. I can drive. see from the Neptune. Yeah. yeah. I'll keep that in mind. Good. Good. Okay. Okay, <laughs> folks. Um, you have been listening to Astrology Today on CJMP ninety point one FM, Quebec Regions Community Radio Station. Goodbye, ladies. Bye. (laughs) And we will see you next week.